This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I'm Chanae Ogwumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, front and center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh, where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. Taylor, let's catch up. I, I'm sorry to do it to you, but we, I mean, obviously we have to talk. I mean, we, <laughs> we have a love for football. We have a we passion. Do. For football, but it's a love hate relationship. Love when it's going great. Emotion involved. Hate when it's tough. (laughs) But Uh, I appreciate the extra 12 hours that you gave me to just, you know, calm down, cry, stare at the ceiling, contemplate the meaning of what it means to be a fan, a football fan, meaning of life, all the above. Well, why don't you tell me this, Taylor? We we spoke right after. I mean, in the in the in the heart of the emotion, in, in the raw moment, we spoke. But why don't you just tell me now that you know you've taken some time? What are you really? What's the what's the one thing you're taking away from Steelers Ravens? It was certainly the game of the day. It lived up to it as the that game. That rivalry of the day. is just. I don't even think that you can compare it to any other rivalry in the league. I mean, they just they absolutely brawl every time that these two teams play each other. And they face off. Um, as we saw, there was a lot of penalties. There was a lot of little mini fights breaking out on the field. Judon, I do not think that he should have gotten ejected from the game. I do think that that was an unfortunate call. Um, my one takeaway is that both of these teams are really, really good. I think that the Ravens did play well. I think that the Steelers are just that good. I think their defense, as we saw, is it, it's ridiculous. I think that coming into this game, they had the first or second run defense in the league, not allowing more than, I think, gosh, I can't remember the exact stat, but like less than a hundred yards per game. And not uh, like that, Taylor, I mean, and they gave up 179 rushing yards in the first half, the first half. For the so Ravens clearly, to run all over them was not expected. Uh-uh. And, and that was incredible. Dobbins is obviously a star and we loved it on draft night, but that's, a, that's clearly a star. Mm-hmm a star for the Ravens in the making and, and of course not having Ingram hurts, but to have Dobbins yeah, run great, the way. It's a nice it. one, two punch backup, especially when Mark Ingram was hurt. And I think that Dobbins had been chomping at the bit to get more, <laughs> to get more carries. I know that that had been some of his rumblings earlier in the season being like, I want the ball more. And as does every rookie, sure. but I think that this was his time to shine and show off and show what he really could do. And he did a great job of it. 
lived up to it in every single way. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's what's why you draft a kid like that. And he was spectacular against, as you mentioned, a run defense that people don't really enjoy going up against. So that alone, and not only you got to give Pittsburgh credit, Spillane is the backup to the backup mm-hmm. behind Bush. That was such a position of need for them, of concern for the Steelers. And to have that be essentially the first play of the game was, you know, and it turns out to be the difference in the end. Right. I mean, right. you don't got it it's so early. Minka Fitzpatrick <laughs> might have been the difference all day, too. <laughs> and certainly the last play of the game yeah. as well. And to be right there. But I'll say this much for the Ravens to outgain and outplay Pittsburgh for long stretches in that game. There's mm-hmm. a lot you can take away that Ravens fans can take away to say, OK, if we played that game again tomorrow, there's one takeaway. You cannot turn the ball over the way that the Ravens did. No, that was you cannot you know, throw a pick six on your first drive. You can't, there was a few throws by Lamar that were just, it, they just were straight into the hands of Steelers defenders. And Hayden even, and Hayden had another one that actually, you know, it hit the ground momentarily, but that, that could have clearly been another one right in the hands of Hayden there. And again, the first pick to start the second half again, you know, right when the, when I thought it seemed that the Ravens were taking control out of the game you know, to go into the half with the long field goal, but then to come out of the half with the, the interception, that that changed the game. That really changed the game entirely because Ben, that's where Ben just took over at that point. The Steelers offense came to life in that third quarter. And yeah. even though, again, I was thoroughly impressed with that final drive by Lamar. Oh, I was so you impressed know, with it. it no I thought it was fantastic. And I just the think that- the field, Fourth and two conversion. And even a very... He makes a play there at the end that that is a winning, that is a winnable play there, right? That's a ball Absolutely. that essentially is a jump ball can go either way. And the Steelers defended it very well, but that was more of a chance at the end than Aaron Rodgers got yesterday. Right. I mean, that was, I mean, yeah. Mark clearly got away, got the pass off and it just, it, it was a shame. We won't, we won't rub anybody in it anymore. That was like, that was a tough one because it's one of those swing games, right? Taylor, I mean, mm-hmm. you're coming in Pittsburgh at six and oh, Ravens at five and one Baltimore wins that game. And all of a sudden the division is in dead heat. Now it looks like Pittsburgh begins to pull away. But what did I remind you of after the game that the Ravens record last season, five and two, also five and two. So this is not dire straits here. This is a team that is clearly headed for the playoffs. Now, yeah. of course, yeah, no, there was a lot that I saw from Lamar yesterday that I really liked. There was a lot that, like you said, that I saw from J.K. Dobbins that I really liked. I thought that Willie Sneed made a few really great plays. Um, unfortunately, Ronnie Stanley getting injured is going to be a huge hit. Uh, and what a great dude. What a great dude. Yeah. And, and the new contract. And just Ronnie is one of those glue guys on the line. And, you know, again, to not have Yonda already. And, and this that that certainly you're going to feel that. But again, over the course of a season, I mean, let's not forget that Kansas City won the Super Bowl. They actually lost Mahomes at one point last season. Mm-hmm. And at the end, they're champs. So the season is longer than we like to think that it is. And there's going to be another shot at Pittsburgh. That's the great part about these divisional games, these rivalries. There's another game that's going to mean just as much later in the season. And there will be another crack at Pittsburgh and, and everything that both of these teams showed us yesterday is that the outcome could have been different like that. So this is one to look forward to, no doubt about it. The the other thing, Taylor, and I know we both were not necessarily stunned by this, but but when you look at it, that New England has lost four in a row 
And the way that Buffalo was able to win that game really says a lot about the AFC East at the moment, doesn't it? This yeah. is different and much different than we expected it to be. You actually, you, you look, you had Buffalo on top. I thought New England was going to find a way. I mean, I, I, and it's still possible, of course, but I just thought New England was going to find a way to remain on top in this division. But that was yesterday had to be that game. I think New England, New England, yeah. that game to reestablish ownership over that AFC East the way they've had over the last seemingly 15 seasons. And it didn't happen. Buffalo. The Patriots are two and five. Just listen to this for the first time since 2000. Bill Belichick's first season as head coach. Like what? Which is again commendable for him, right? I mean, it, it's an it's a remarkable it is. stat. It, it, it shows the. Efficiency. I have a feeling he doesn't think of it that way right now, though. <laughs> no, he's not. But I mean, the consistency and the efficiency. So think about what it takes to win a division once, let alone yeah. as many times. As no, they I mean, it's it's he's hands down. I think the best head coach ever in NFL history. No there doubt is. about it. But one thing that was super interesting to me about that game is obviously the Bills did a fantastic job running the ball. Um, they how many yards they have? One hundred and hundred and ninety-seven rushing yards during that game. Season high, one hundred ninety yards. And before that, they just they came into Sunday averaging ninety-seven rushing yards per game. And Josh Allen, though, no passing touchdowns. Get that's a rushing touchdown. Their, and that's not their formula. Josh Allen usually it's his second offense, straight game without a passing touchdown. And usually, if their offense is not doing anything through Josh, it's completely sputtered and and on on the cinder blocks. And yet, found a way to do enough. That's one yeah. of the games for McDermott that you can say we can hang our hat on that game. To me, the games that will stick out from this early part of the season for the Bills is clearly. The win against Cam with Cam driving for what clearly is a game tying field goal and potentially a game winning touchdown there and to punch the ball out and the game against the Rams, which we were all over Taylor, where the Rams come back to take the lead and yet Josh Allen finds a way to win a game that over the course of Buffalo, their awful history mired in sadness and tears, and yet they find a way instead to flip the script and win that game. Those are the two wins that say, this is an entirely new chapter of Buffalo football. hundred percent. Yeah, but it, it feels like it's an entirely new chapter, just the way that they're playing the game, like playing these games from the first part of the season to right now. Because in the beginning of the season, Josh Allen was throwing multiple passing touchdowns per game, two or more in each of the six per six. And then this is the second straight without a passing touchdown. Granted, he's like second in the NFL through his first three seasons for rushing touchdowns, which is very commendable, but it is concerning that he isn't throwing it and passing it the way that he was like was in the beginning of the season to me. And look, it is, he still though is an impressive leader and is I, I, above his head where people thought that he would have this team so quickly after being drafted. I I'm sorry, but he, he has shown us more over the last two and a half seasons than we were expecting. 100%. This is not – nobody had Josh Allen as the guy that was going to single-handedly turn this all around. I know it's not all on him, but that, again, I'm just going to I'm just gonna say those two wins will stand out. Those are defining. Yeah. Those, well, I those, think that this – I feel like this – and maybe it's too early to say this, but I feel like that 100% solidified the Bills taking the AFC East. Again, again they'll have another matchup. You know, in New England, and of course, you know, having not beaten New England in Buffalo since 2011, this is going to go a long way. 
This is yeah. that, that you remember, but of course you're going to have to do it again. Now, okay. Now, before we but get, hold on, it's McDermott's yeah. first win against Bill Belichick. How exciting Honestly. for him. You've never beat him. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, McDermott, for doing that. And I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought they would beat them one of two this season. And it, that's, of course, still could play out. But I really thought this was the game. I, New England. I think they'll sweep them. Wow. That would, that would say a lot. That would be a resonating blow across the bow of the AFC East. That would say definitively, we are here. This is ours. This is a new regime. And and that would, but but again, I mean, it'll have to happen. The game will be in New England. I, I certainly Cam will be holding on to the ball a little differently next time. So again, an incredible play, an incredible punch, perfectly timed, and just the the worst, obviously, time of the game to have the ball hit the ground. If you're a Patriots fan, uh, all right. Now look, before we get to something we saw between the Niners and the Seahawks, which is is terrifying. I just want to tell everybody, please, right now, go to Indeed com slash blue wire you're listening to let's catch up let them know you're listening to let's catch up which is brought to you of course by blue wire blue wire podcast but go to indeed.com slash blue wire a free 75 dollar credit to boost your job post which means more quality candidates are going to see it fast that's where you want to go if you're trying to hire right now indeed.com and again free 75 dollar credit at indeed.com slash blue wire. This is the best offer available anywhere. And it's valid through December 31st. Go get it. Go hire indeed.com. All right, Taylor. What the Hawks Niners takeaway? What in the world happened? I'm not look, we're not gonna put it all on Jimmy Garoppolo. No, we can't not do that. Good. I think that I think we what we should be doing here is simply praising Russell Wilson, DK right. Metcalf. Honestly. Russell Wilson MVP, if he doesn't get it, is th- the voting must be rigged. The conversation uh, starts and ends with him right now. I mean, to be leading the league the way he is in touchdown passes. Can we say one thing before you go on? And I know you've got some excellent numbers here on this, but I, I do want to say it's something we just didn't get to last week. And now that DK has, has really wowed us two weeks in a row. Remember, it was the game on Sunday night, the prior Sunday night where he runs down Buda Baker that we didn't really even speak about. And again, that's not a play that necessarily shows up on, on a box score at all. I mean, it is a six point swing because the Cardinals went for it on fourth down and, and didn't get it. That's, that could be the most remarkable play we will see out of the NFL from an athletic standpoint in a decade for him to run down Buda Baker that way. And then to see him on this past Sunday, do what he did from an offensive standpoint, just running through and away from the Niners defense. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's playing out there with little boys in a sandlot. How, I mean, I, it is funny because you know that the second that the Seahawks get into the red zone, you know, to put everyone on DK, you've got to guard him like crazy. Where and it is, doesn't matter. It doesn't. It just doesn't matter. He's still. It's as if he's just swatting flies off of them while still catching the ball. I mean, it's it's miraculous. And that chemistry between those two is is insane. He had two touchdowns, 161 yards, 12 receptions yesterday. It, it's a special bond. And, of course, DK would be doing this and would be dominating. I think any quarterback would love to have DK Metcalf, clearly. But the fact that you're giving Russell Wilson this kind of a gift that's special. I mean, that's the fear for the rest of the league. And the Niners saw it up close and personal. 
And we both thought the Niners were finding themselves again. Mm-hmm. They had two back, they had two back-to-back fantastic games. It all started with that primetime game, right? Yeah. Jason always plays well in primetime. <laughs> Maybe that's what we needed. Maybe that's what we needed. Maybe that's what we needed. We needed to be shifted into Sunday night, and I, I think Jimmy would have fared a lot better. It, it was um, I mean, there wasn't other, there was not a lot to say for the Niners. I think you're right, sticking with, with what the Seahawks are. It, right now, the Steelers clearly as the undefeated team in the league, we, we would say that they're the best team. But but yeah, what about the Rams? Yeah. Hold on. What about? Can we just say one thing about the Rams? Yeah, and please. Chargers, both LA teams oh. yesterday. What the heck? <laughs> I mean, get Goff some help. Just just pr- protect Goff a little bit. Yesterday, that was uh, my new favorite name in the NFL, Alex Van Ginkle. But I mean, what I just. Please, that was really miserable. And in the end, actually, if you look at Goff's stat line, he actually had had quite a nice day considering what actually happened, considering as beat up as he got and, and, and to have a, a fumble returned all the way back yeah. 80 yards. I mean, that was a long, brutal day on the road for the Rams. The Chargers. But the, hold on, the Rams outgained the Dolphins 471 to 145. Just listen to that. 471 to 145. It's just, it's an insane stat to then still. And yet really seemingly never even in the game. It was never, never, I mean, never really a ball game. When you look at the, when you, when you really look at the score, it never really was anything scoreboard in the ultimate scoreboard. That's what it was yet in all the other categories, the Rams were really doing what they wanted to. And it's not as if Tua came in and lit it up either with 92 yards. No, not at all. No, it it wasn't that at all. But he got his first. He did. Miami's got to feel happy with what they have. Again, I know you feel terrible, and so do I. We love watching Fitzpatrick out there, but Miami certainly feels like, all right, this is what we're going to be. Let's get to it sooner rather than later. And I can understand why they did it, but it's still yet to be determined as to whether or not two is going to be a superstar in this league. But for the first game, what do you want? You want to win, and he's got to win. So that's all that really matters in the end. That's all that matters. And speaking of wins, the Chargers seem to do everything right for long stretches of every game they're in. And then the momentary lapse of doing everything wrong. And, and they're on the wrong end of a game yet again, that they're leading 24 to three. How we, again, I would have thought if they had not scored at all in the second half, I, I could have said, okay, maybe, but they actually were still able to tack onto their lead. And yet still 31, 30, by the way, that Drew Lock dance uh, after the touchdown was <laughs> so apparently he can uh, rap. We saw him rapping on the sidelines last year. Uh, he can dance. He's got it all. Dance was that's going to be my you know Drew Lock. You that that's the move of the week. If DK Metcalf running that would have been your moves one week week eight. Yes, that's it. That, they won. Drew Locke, that's, my, that's the move of the week. I, I will give DK for running down Buda Baker from week seven, but the Drew Locke dance is my favorite moment of week eight. Uh, all right, b- before we go, Taylor, one quick one. One quick one. Uh, two. Two quick yay or nays. Okay, uh, let's do it. Here we go. So yay or nay, Taylor, the Seahawks are clearly the second best team in all of football. We'll give Pittsburgh number one. We'll say Seattle, not Kansas City, not Green Bay, not New Orleans, but we'll say that Seattle. Yeah, I'm going yay. Yeah. How about this? I'm going to say nay. I think Seattle's the best team in football. I'm going to say Seattle's actually the best team in football. 
I, I mean, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I know Pittsburgh's great and undefeated right now, and I, I definitely agree with that. Right, Seattle's Seattle's pretty special. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that game. Yeah, that would be, and again, a rematch, right, of, of the Super Bowl in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that would be fun. Uh, a game Ben would like to forget. Actually, he did not play very well in that Super Bowl that he won against Seattle. But yeah, you're right. Seeing that again would be pretty special. All right, one more quick yay or nay. I'm going to do. How about how about two of them here? Yay or nay? Tom Brady and the Patriots are going to win tonight, Monday night football, and that's against the Giants, and Sunday night football against Drew Brees and the Saints coming up. So 2-0, and of six days, yay or nay? I think they've got it. Yeah, yay. Okay, and of course, lost the first game against New Orleans in the first game of the season. Uh, Certainly, I like Brady beating the Giants tonight. You say yay? I say yay. Okay. Are you just going to go nay because I said yay? I think well, a couple things, a couple things. I'm going to, I, I'm at this point, I am going to hold true to something that I said before the season started, which is that the saints were going to win the division. And I didn't think that the bucks were going to even be a playoff team. So for that to happen, they would certainly have to lose against new Orleans. They'd have to get swept by new Orleans at this point for that to happen. So I'll go nay, not to go against you because I'm really close to just saying, yeah, I'm going to say nay, just because the new Orleans sweep would help solidify my stance that I made, okay. ago, which is slowly slipping for me, just like New England winning the AFC East. These are slowly slipping out of my hands, but we'll go with it. Um, and, and with that, Taylor, uh, we will certainly catch up again very soon. Plenty to catch up on, which we will again very, very soon. I can't wait for it, Taylor. I cannot, cannot, cannot wait. Okay.